hello, hello everyone and welcome to Injected Podcast where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. Hi everyone. Hi everyone. Make sure you leave us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcast but, but, and use the hashtag Injected yes, Podcast on Twitter. Please do, please do. Yeah, um, how's... Oh wait, yeah, I'm Alexandra. <laughs> I and always forget. I'm Diana. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How is everybody doing this week? I'm good. I'm good. Since our our last recording, you never guess what's happened, guys. I've literally manifested one of the main things that I mentioned I want to do in the new year. So I've worked well on like done. two big modeling jobs already, which is just like ridiculous That's amazing. um but yeah, yeah well done so cool i'm really happy about don't, it don't forget us when you know you're getting your tv ad money don't don't forget us here on injected podcast mate like, you know we're still what's here. hilarious we're so here. <laughs> my colleagues at work are saying that they're like don't forget us like the superstar and stuff it's <laughs> like jeez guys like please just i'm shy <laughs> about about she's shy she says she's shy <laughs> that's funny but yeah it's i've been having fun i'm a bit tired though i've been rushing around a lot but mm. i'm good how are you that's good yeah i'm all right um oh, i was gonna say something but i've forgotten um yeah just just been you know out and about you know mm. happy valentine's day for everybody oh, from yes. last week yeah i hope that you had nice plans or i hope that you just had a nice time just chilling mm-hmm. um yeah if not like sometimes it's not always about having a booze it no it's like, like there's pancake day this chill. week so you can always oh, celebrate yeah, that instead is happy pancake day. i mean yeah i mean is pancake day would have gone by then and if you lot are at carnival have fun yeah mm. <laughs> so yeah have fun but yeah so yeah but um oh what was I gonna say oh my gosh I had I don't know what was going on but I had the worst wardrobe malfunctions this weekend like mm. literally oh yeah you mentioned this like okay so okay I love the brand Kai Collective and I still love them and I'll still be buying every single dress like I always buy a dress for my birthday whatever but I'm, and I'm still I'll still be spending my money there but anyway so I had gone to their sample sale and I had yeah. a dress that was like a leather croc brown dress in a similar style of a dress that I've got already mm. and um and I hadn't worn it and I planned I hadn't worn it yet so I planned yeah I'm wearing this dress I'm gonna be wearing this dress because I want to dress up and I'm gonna wear this dress so you know mm-hmm. there's me happy like yes I'm gonna be wearing my dress finally get my pictures all of that Okay, so I go to put on this dress, yeah, and then why is it that I can't? I'm struggling to zip it up, and it's not because it's not because I don't fit in the dress. Just the zip is just I'm just struggling with the zip. So I've got um my friend, I've got him trying to zip it up for me as well. Um, and then you know when it when you get a zip up, but then the zip misaligns. Mm. Yes. I had that issue, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had that issue. And it was just like, no, then then we were trying to get it get the zip back down to try and line it back up again. And then it was just not happening. And, and then 
Yeah, so then like I managed to take the dress off to try and do it again. And then that ended up getting the other so the one side of the zip came out of the zip so then it's just like there's no way we are getting this back (laughs) in to sort it out there's just no way and like we really tried but it was like no it wasn't happening so then it was like because we needed to be leaving because like the dresses was the dress was about to make us late Mm. so then I was just like okay Okay, let me just put on the the, the the exact same dress, but I've got it in black cotton instead. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me just put this dress on then. I put that dress on. Um, yeah, so we go out, go to the restaurant, eat, eat our food. The food came out all really quick and everything, but like, you know, it was still nice than that. Okay, so mm-hmm. then I just like go to the toilet. Okay, tell me when, like, obviously I put tissue down and whatever, but tell me when I sit down, the dress pops open. Mm. <laughs> Literally, the the zip just popped open, and I was like, "No, are you joking? Are you joking?" I was like, "What is wrong with these zips? I don't understand." And then, like, I messaged um, the person I was with. I was just like, "My zip has just popped," and they were like, "What? (laughs) What the hell? How is this?" Yeah, it's like, how has this dress popped? And so, and then um, they were like, oh, should I should I pay and just come um, and just come get you? I was like, yeah, you're going to have to. <laughs> so um, the they came like... And get out here. <laughs> <laughs> Literally like, so they, they came and like, I had my coat for me outside the toilet door mm. <laughs> and I had to put my coat on. <laughs> oh gosh. And then I was like, but because we were only there for an hour because it was just like, just the the food just all came out really really quick. We were only there for an hour, so it was still quite early. Where did you go? So I was like, oh, we went to a place. This restaurant is called Mackie Lounge, and it's like in in Mackie West. Lounge. And I've like, never heard of it. Yeah, it was really it was actually really good. But I've I've seen it recently on like one of the Instagirls pages, and it was actually tasty. Mm. The food was nice, and the drinks were nice as well. Actually, okay. Um, so yeah because we had one more drink there and then um then I was just like look it's still early and I was like can can we just go can I go home and change and then we can mm. come back out because I was just like yeah it just wasn't on <laughs> <laughs> and I was like I'm gonna put on a dress that doesn't have a zip because <laughs> like, zips are clearly not my friend today yeah so now I need to replace zips on two dresses um that's sad. Yeah. That's sad for that to happen all at once. And I think there's something in the I air know. because I feel like everyone's going through something at the moment. Like like bang bang bang, lots yeah. of things at once. Like and it's it's a bit weird. <laughs> but I'm yeah, I'm glad it's very minor though because like yeah. zips 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 can be replaced. Like I I just I've just asked um my friend's sister if she would be happy to replace the zips for me. Um mm-hmm. she said that she'll send me a website where to buy them and whatever. So yeah, so like good quality zips that aren't going to pop open on me and will yeah. stay <laughs> will stay attached. So um Aww. yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> but um, yes, yeah, so that was my weekend. It was it was fun. I had fun though. I had a nice time. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just zips were not my friend. Um, no, and no. this particular style of dress. <laughs> but that's okay. You can make some new zip friends. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, 
But anyway, yeah, that was me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I've got any more to report. Nah, nothing, nothing. That was the most interesting thing mm. <laughs> that was happening. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't really got anything else interesting. So, may as well move on to the news. There's been so much news because obviously the news. we've had lots of like really fun guests on and obviously that yeah. means we don't want to talk about the news with them. We're like two so. weeks behind. Of course. And as well, yeah, we don't because like, it's just depressing, man. Like, yeah, it you is. Know, and we want to we wanna give you some good content and yeah, so we'll catch up today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, go yeah. on then. So we'll start with let like... It, let us have it the nasty stuff so um mm-hmm. you guys might have seen this especially if you're from the uk but um a video went around of like this is all a trigger warning to be fair video went around of um four white people <clears throat> some adults and some children physically attacking a black little girl <laughs> and beating her up mm. basically um well, the head teacher right outside of the school. It may have even been inside of the school. I don't know because I didn't watch the video. I tried to like steer away. I think away it was from outside. It. it was outside the school. School games. From what I gathered, I I haven't watched any. I didn't watch any videos or anything. No. And like, I'm glad that I've created my timeline in a way that that stuff doesn't come Same. on my timeline. Me um, too. Yeah, but I um I think from like the photo that was just circulating, it looked mm-hmm. like they were outside. I think. From what I heard happened, but this is uh, don't quote me on this, guys, because you know I'm I'm never really like that accurate with um, my reporting. Um, <laughs> this is why I'm not a journalist. Anyway, um, from what I heard was that you had was that so like the adults kind of pulled up in a car and then came to join like the kids basically who were beating her up or something so that that is what I heard like um I think like obviously those adults were probably related to those kids but yeah that Mm. is what I heard because I think it was an 11 year old and a 15 year old Mm. and then an adult like 36 and 42 do not quote me on these ages though guys please this is (laughs) I could be just making them up but um yeah <laughs> just making up ages <laughs> she looked 42 I could be I couldn't yeah I, I well I didn't see anything can it no. so. <laughs> oh, I these, it, these so, age, um, ages um, could be just been pulled from thinner <laughs> she was actually oh no 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 so it's a 39 year old woman 16 year old girl 11 year old girl 10 year old girl and 43 year old man um which I was right. Like, they were all. They were the five people that were arrested. I was close including with a ten-year-old girl. Yeah, you were close. Um, but yeah, so um, and the, the adults there, so the forty-two-year-old and the thirty-nine-year-old, were also arrested on suspicion of child neglect and intentionally encouraging and assisting um, the commission of an indictable, only offence. So I, I guess that means. Um, encouraging the kids to beat the girl up and the worst actually not the worst thing about this but an awful thing about this is that the head teacher just stood there with his arms crossed I saw a picture and everyone was blurred out except the head teacher he was standing there while they were fighting with his arms crossed I think he must have been talking at them but it's like like what the fuck what the fuck are you doing like are you okay literally and I'm sorry as well anybody because I saw some tweets anybody who wants to come and be like oh come on this person isn't involved let's not get the wrong people fired no no, they deserve to be fired if you are the head of that school 
Mm. If you're the head of that school and something has gone down in, in your school under your supervision, I'm sorry, you deserve to be fired. You are not in the position where you should be in um where you should be authority over taking care of children. You shouldn't. Mm. Because you are not trying to keep those students safe. Like, I'm sorry, that should be the top priority, keeping your students safe. I don't give a shit that you're the head teacher and you don't even know these students and you don't see these students, but that should be top priority, keeping the kids within your school safe. And and the fact that the police openly said that they think it's a racially motivated attack from the Mm get-go, I'm sorry. That just speaks volumes. And yes, that head teacher needs to be fired. That head teacher is also racist. That head teacher Mm -hmm. just stood there he should and be sent to just standing by watching. Yes, watch it. Like, yes, I agree. It's just agree. incredible. It's actually you can't even make this stuff up. Like, oh, no. it's, it's it's actually ridiculous. But um, yeah, I'm glad that there's actually been some action taken from this. Um, and then also an Ofsted mm-hmm. spokesperson said they're aware of the attack on the black school girl and they're considering next steps. So come on. Where are the next steps, please? Um, yeah, close down that school if need be. Like, well, <laughs> I mean, that would keep a lot of a lot of children displaced. But still, like, <laughs> we need to put in extreme measures, though. Yeah, something needs to be done, and a lot of and a lot of diversity and inclusion training. Because mm. clearly, these people have not been staying awake. Well, they yeah. get the unconscious bias training Awful. and not the real anti-racism training that they need. Yeah, yeah, like fucking conscious bias. Like, I don't care how many times Prince Harry decided to say it in his little interview, but I'm sorry, like the guy put 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 Prince Harry in some anti-racism training as well, so he can understand what the word unconscious bias actually means and how dangerous it actually is. Like, I'm sorry, yeah, like send him and their know. teacher on the same course. <laughs> Yeah, and his wife. His wife can go there too. I'm sorry, like I know, like obviously we were really, like we were really for um, Harry and Meghan, but like I'm sorry with his book coming out and then how he wants to be talking about unconscious bias. It's unconscious bias. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, mm. we, we have said that maybe he could be sued for calling them racist, but still, still, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. I'm done with that. I'm done with them. Um, yeah. But yeah, next topic. Um, This happened in the US. So a nine-year-old girl um, was wrongly reported to the police over her insect projects. Um, She's a nine-year-old black girl. No, this shit, I'm so sorry. Sorry to cut you. This shit can only happen in the US. I'm sorry. This bullshit only happens in the US. Yeah, it's just such a weird thing. Literally, I'm sorry. This bullshit only happens in America. Like, I'm sorry, guys. Um, like to all our American listeners, like, just like you know, tweet us, let us know, comment on this show or, or comment on this episode or whatever. But like these ki- types of stories, we are like, just tweet us if you are never surprised that it always comes from yeah. America. It's true. Like but our anyway, racism finish. over here, <laughs> our racism in the UK isn't this creative. Like we're not, we're not this creative. We're just like outright direct. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know. No, no, no. See, this is where I disagree because I feel like the racism in the UK is differently creative. I don't. We're not direct at all. Anytime, you know, because we're always sub, we always have to be racist on a subliminal mis- on, on a subliminal level. I think it's but direct this, now. This seems. I, I, I feel like UK is no, direct because with their remember, racism. Because you, 
No, but remember, because they're trying to be like, oh, we're not racist because we don't say the N-word. Whereas in America, they're outright, they're outright say the N-word and, you know, report you for just standing on the street. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. I feel like with, with the US, I feel like they're more on the, we'll call the police, we'll report, we'll do this. I feel like over here, they're horrible. Like over here, they're horrible. I The person who changed my tires a couple of years ago was like, yeah, I don't like Jamaicans. I've been I, like, I feel like <laughs> over here, they literally are. They, they will say it and then they won't realize that they're being racist, but they are being racist. Like even- Yeah, I know, but that, that's the thing though. Because they'll, they'll say random things where they mm. don't think they don't think they're being racist. You know, it's this unconscious bullshit bias again, <laughs> where they don't think that they're saying anything wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like, and th- for some reason they just feel comfortable just chatting to you. That's what whereas it is. In they America, feel comfortable here. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in America, they'll outright be like who the hell are you to be breathing in my air right now? Do you know what I mean? They'll say it out loud and be like, look, I'm going to call the police. I'm going to call the police. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's why I like... Yeah. That's why, yeah. Sorry, I don't debate know. over. Anyway. I don't know what the racists in like, the US are like. Like, compared to over here, it's like, they will pretend to be your friend and then they'll say, oh, I don't like Jamaicans. It's like, oh. Yeah, they, they like, don't pretend. Stab me in the heart. I feel like they won't pretend to be your mate. They won't pretend to be your mate you'll know from the get-go that they mm. don't like you and they'll let you know they'll let mm. you know to your face and tell you that they're gonna call the police mm. whereas here it's very much like you can't tell it's the it's the microaggressions you can't you can't quite tell and it's like oh are you mates with me oh but you want to let me know you're racist i'm confused it's the world. <laughs> Yes, legit, legit. That's where these men learnt it from. (laughs) Literally, from the Brits. Patriarchal, white supremacy. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, But anyway, Anyway, this nine-year-old girl, um, the neighbours called the police on her as she worked to eradicate invasive insects from her hometown. Uh, But now she's earned an honours from Yao school of public health um which is very rare for like a nine-year-old amazing yeah so yeah kind of nice outcome but like imagine my like why i added this to our list is like imagine reporting someone for working on an insect project imagine reporting a nine-year-old like (laughs) how does that come about Like she was just, you know, she was just minding her business, being like, mm. "Oh, the insects. We need to do something about this," you know, mm-hmm. wanting to just, you know, do her bit. And yeah, then she, she's getting the police wrong on her. I'm sorry, like, but this is the thing. Only in America will the police will they be calling the police on children because they did the same with the girl with her <laughs> lemonade. Mm. You remember, she had just had a yeah. lemonade stand. You can't sell that here. It's like, mate, like. She's a kid. Just yeah. let her sell her lemonade for one dollar. Like it's nothing. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And I feel like it. Like it's funny to laugh at, but at the same time, it's like people actually are losing their lives. Like children have been shot yeah, by the police exactly. for looking like they're doing exactly. something wrong. Um, and so it is actually really. It's a really insidious thing to do. Call the police on a child yeah. for them doing nothing like it's really really it is actually yeah, a for deep them thing. having a science project yeah exactly and that that's why i say like i don't i don't think they're that creative because they just call the police to do their dirty work in it yeah just carry true. On. that's true um, yeah but um 
yeah but like oh congratulations Mm -hmm. yeah congratulations to her she got her yale um Mm -hmm. wait what did she get (laughs) i don't know was it an an honor or something like that yeah she was honored an honor or something (laughs) i mean she got something from the top from a top university well done (laughs) yeah yeah black excellence right there we love it Black excellence in as the a face child of these as well. Love it. Her name's Bobby Wilson. Um, so yeah, Bobby Wilson. Oh, shout well out done, to Bobby you. Um, oh, her name's so cute. <laughs> yeah, I love the name Bobby with an yeah. I. Like I, I reckon some people would say that's oh. a chubby name, but I really like it. <laughs> I feel like for an American girl, I don't feel like it sounds chubby. But for a white British girl, is that chubby? Yeah. For a black British yeah, girl, is chubby. that chubby? I don't think so. Bobby. <laughs> You're racist. <laughs> to the words. <laughs> Reverse racism. Anyway, yeah. there's no such thing. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, and then next topic, um, back to the UK. So um, 15 people have been arrested following clashes outside a hotel in Merseyside um, which this hotel was providing refuge for asylum seekers Merseyside police said um, the arrests were between the ages of 13 and 54 and had been detained Mm -hmm. oh some people had been detained on uh, violent orders blah 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 blah. but yeah basically people were um, were basically causing a huge ruckus outside a hotel where um, some of the migrants and asylum seekers have been staying. Um, which this is just is disgusting. so sad. This, like, it's part uh, of the hostile environment that yeah. the Tory government have created where it's okay to do stuff like, like this. Why is the address of these hotels public information? Yeah. Why do we know where they're staying? These are vulnerable people. Yeah. They're vulnerable people. Like, ugh. yeah, just fuck the government for that like fuck the home office because this is just it's ridiculous like you 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 are you are the home office is the ones who are just putting people in danger all the time and it's the constant rhetoric around the boats the boats we need to stop the boats stop the boats stop the boats you'd think that they're fucking terrorists on the boats they're people fleeing from like war-torn countries you'd think that they're pirates coming to attack us all how else are they meant to get here when they are when there's no safe legal routes you haven't put you haven't provided the routes for a safe passage here so what do you expect how are they meant to get here yeah and this mythical like thing about Literally, the boats it's getting on my nerves so much that's all they talk about they talk about that in the same sentence as they talk about like fixing the economy and it's like but the boats aren't a fucking problem. <laughs> like, boat, literally. The boats like, aren't causing me a problem. It's actually mad. <laughs> they, it is actually mad. It's a madness. But this this is the thing. This government love um, just having things to deflect from what's going on. Yeah. You know, before it used to be Brexit, then... You know, it's first it's Brexit, then it's everything about immigrants, then it's like, oh yeah, they keep coming here on boats, and then now everyone else is like, what the hell? Why are they getting on boats? Why aren't they getting on a plane? And it's just like, because how how are they meant to get on a fucking plane, mate? Yeah, and like, it's you like, haven't given them no safe safe way to come to come into the country. It's true. And then they're like, oh, we should send them back to France. No, but you can't send them back to France. And actually, it will cost more money for you to send them back to France. 
how about as well we, so, we we treat them like they're human beings so and it's not like oh yeah. let's chuck them there let's chuck them here like oh, oh it just it literally gets so much and like they're literally people like all of us they have the same kind of like hopes and desires and like they just want to be healthy they want to have like safe they housing. just want to live a life it's unfair and like this whole this Tory government how many years is it 12 years of like austerity like public it's services a, are enough. losing their resources and and this is what it's happens working enough. class people and the general people all start turning on each other and blaming each other for the problem when and the economy is up. shit yeah like it's just draining. but the thing is though like uh, I just I'm tired I'm just uh, I can't even be bothered to make points yeah. anymore about this government <laughs> can't be bothered um, it's yeah, fine just, fuck them yeah. can, can they get out like just I just yeah I just don't know mm-hmm. yeah that's all I've got to say <laughs> yeah yeah so another really really sad thing that happened um, I think last week so um, a young mm. transgender girl like this is a major trigger warning as well was murdered her body was found in a park in um, England I believe it's England like che- oh, Chester um, mm. her body was just found in a park wasn't she like 15 or 16 yeah she's a 15 year old girl and oh no 16 year old girl and two 15 year olds have been arrested and charged with murder um, that's disgusting which is just heartbreaking like and, and apparently the Times and other like um, right wing newspapers misgendered her in, in their articles and it's like of course. how can you misgender her like she's even she's passing as a female like physically there's no way you can misgender her yeah. by accident like you, you had no. to go out of your way to yeah. do that you really did go out of your way to show your transphobia there yeah Um. but yeah like this is just an awful story like such an awful story and again it's the whole hostile environment that the government are creating and the media are creating around transgender people being scary and trans- this whole myth around, oh, there's a transgender rapist in the women's toilets that's going to attack them, which is just, it's just all lies. I hate this fucking myth. I hate that fucking myth. It's the most men irrit- are violent. Like, it's, it's, men are the, the violent the ones. Is, it's the biggest reach I've ever heard in my frigging life. Honestly, honestly. Like, I don't understand why it is that these crazy, these, oh, sorry, not crazy, don't mean to be ableist, but these, <laughs> these <laughs> feminists, these over feminist, white feminists, like who are like under the guise of mm-hmm. white feminism, why is it that they are so obsessed with this idea of men? just wanting to attack them so badly that they will try and fool them into being a woman to try and attack you. I'm sorry, men have been attacking women out in the open as as themselves. Mm-hmm. So like, it's, it's just the biggest reach ever. Like, and I just don't, I don't get it. It's it's yeah. like literally, it's, it's a random, it's a figment of your imagination. It's, it's, mm. it's so random. It like, is random. What, like, and this is another conversation that they keep banging on about, like constant, let's talk about transgender people again and it, again. It's like, leave them alone. <laughs> literally, th- and this is the only argument that they have. This is the and only this- argument. They're like, oh yeah, well, this is what they're going to do. And it's like, well, have they been Says doing who? that? Because I'm sorry, transgender yeah. people, transgender people didn't just pop up yesterday. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Trans- like people have been transgender 
for centuries for how long do you know what i mean yeah, like so literally and there's no data there's no stats there's no evidence there's no stories from anyone in the world exactly. around trans well there probably is maybe one of a transgender person attacking them but how many people do you hear stories about yeah. men attacking them on a day-to-day it's like weekly i have an incident exactly. with a man doing something inappropriate around me or like being too close pressing up against me on the train like it's it's constant with men but like a transgender one transgender yeah. person out of millions does something that is quite violent and all of a sudden it becomes like a big a big story and even the, That's the, benchmark. the stuff around like transgender people in prisons like one of my friends she went to a prison the other day for like work related things and she said on that prison they had a specific wing for like transgender prisoners um, which like you may agree oh. with you may disagree with but it kind of proves that like the transgender people in prison if they don't want to be mixing, if if there's an issue about everyone mixing, the transgender women aren't running into the cisgendered women's areas and attacking them. Like it's just it's just ludicrous. Mm. All of this rhetoric, it's just so but, no, it's, it's boring just, and it doesn't make sense. It's boring and it's it doesn't and yeah exactly it doesn't make sense. And as well, like I'm sorry, but um, apparently, like the, the thing is though misgendering people and like being like oh they can't be in certain prisons and whatever I'm sorry like I I don't feel like that's gonna bring down the number of assaults in prisons regardless Mm. because they're going to happen anyway yeah and it doesn't necessarily have to be a transgender person to make it happen like Mm -hmm. I just think people everybody's like to be honest when it comes to lgbtq plus community like i don't know why but these people's imaginations just run wild and they are so fucking yeah. obsessed with sex like i just don't get they it they are and like, genitals like they're so concerned yeah, with everyone's genitals literally and it's just like mate like like please just i don't know like can you just mm-hmm. like yeah why why is your sex obsessed like like directed towards them just leave them alone like it's just really like it's just a bit gross like you're the one who's looking like a weirdo it's very um, gross yeah it's actually very gross it it's is like, but like there's nothing just, better to talk about than transgender people's genitals like why why are people so concerned any, like why do you want to talk about somebody's genitals anyway <laughs> like it's gross it's true it's so true yeah like anyway but yeah um yeah just rest in peace like yeah. it's horrible she didn't have to say rest in peace to this girl because her life was stolen from her and mm. yeah her life was stolen from her and that's just that's just heartbreaking she just wants to live her life and live in her truth mm-hmm. and this is and this is what's happened but like yeah just just yeah just rest in peace like um what do you have her name sorry yeah, her name is um two seconds. Her name is Brianna Gay. Yeah, just like rest in peace, Brianna. And like, yeah, your life shouldn't should never have been stolen from you. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Just any Unless- thoughts and prayers are out for your family as well. Definitely. Out to your family, I- yeah. I feel like we all need to make a conscious effort to make the lives of transgender p- children around us or like yeah. in in our country make make it 
make it safe for them make it comfortable for them exactly you know listen to them and care yeah. for them even if they're not your children even if they're not related to you even if they're not your friends like just transgender people need to be treated with kindness and more kindness really than anyone yeah. else because the battles that they have to go yeah. through to get the basics are just ridiculous really ridiculous and mm-hmm. it's so sad to hear these stories of like children being murdered like it is yeah. happening in on our soil in the UK and it's it, yeah it's really yeah. heartbreaking um can I as well so so just um there's an update on the story about that woman Nicola was her name Nicola oh yeah Nicola yeah um so wait so there was there's an update but um from but this was from this morning I was listening to the news that they found a body like a mile from where she disappeared um yeah they've confirmed it's her body now it's not confirmed yet They've confirmed that yeah, it is her. Like an hour ago. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. That's just really sad. But I um I just wanted to add that mm. update in because we did speak speak on her the other day. But yeah. That, but yeah, this is the really thing. Sad. I'm I'm sure like. Yeah. This is this is just this is just very sad, and like, I'm sure like we'll hear more on on this story um to actually give you m- more of an update probably next week, but. Mm again like i just sorry just coming back to this rhetoric again like like from what we were talking about before men don't need to men don't need to put on a disguise to try and kill women mm. they've already been doing it like it, they don't they don't need yeah. to do it they don't need a disguise to try and kill women like that yeah, it's true you know that's that that's they it they have the power but, um, to do it yeah but exactly but rest in peace to nicola like it was mm. a very like odd way she disappeared just mm. you know like it was a snow struggle but yeah yeah hopefully mm. like well yeah just not hopefully and there's nothing hopeful like just yeah just rest in peace to her again oh gosh yeah and also sorry just just going off of that as well um i remember like mm. last week i don't know if you heard about it but the police um, put out a statement around how um, her it was kind of controversial like the family aren't very happy about it how her um, mm-hmm. I think she a, a couple of weeks before she'd been having problems with alcohol and like mental health problems and they, they randomly yeah. put out this statement why should they that said be an excuse that, yeah, exactly. They they said that people were threatening to put out the story, so they they put it out there first, like the statement. But it's like, what is that supposed to do? Is that supposed to make us feel like, oh, it's okay then that she's got missing because oh, it's probably yeah. her fault. Like, like oh, oh, she's got a problem. It feels kind of ableist because it's like, so she's got yeah. a mental health problem and potentially an alcoholic, which is also um some sort of like disorder or like you know problem that needs um, medical attention it just seems like a really careless thing to do it's like what's weird though because the police don't need to release stuff like that so what if other media outlets want to want to like run with that story but the police don't need to do that because that's got nothing to do with their investigation so Mm -hmm. like the thing is is that why has why do the police need to have an angle where they can victim blame yeah, it's like they're watering it down. Like, oh, it's not, it's not a big deal. Yeah. 
we don't have the resources oh, for this anymore. She had so mental health whatever. issues and yeah. and she was drinking. So you know, it's like, and as well, this is the thing when women are being attacked and being killed. Why it always turns to oh well, what what was that woman doing? Yeah, to, to deserve it. Do you know what I mean? It's like the same thing when you when you hear about kind of like. Um, like sexual assault and stuff like that. Oh well, what's what was she wearing? It's true. The fuck, like, like, uh, yeah. And I know what actually, because it just reminds me of a time like when you know when we were growing up and stuff. That was a real mm. thing. Of well, what what was she doing? Oh, she must have been asking for it. That was like that was a real thing. Mm. You know, and like that, that was actually normalized that oh well she must have been asking for it, like you know, it's her own fault. And it's like, but why why was that normalized? It's just It's weird. true. Like, like even at my school, like we'd get a letter come round every now and then and it would be like, Oh, to parents, there is a man outside the gate. Make sure you collect your children from the gate because there's a suspicious man that we've seen and the teachers call would, the police yeah I, don't, I, I reckon they did call the police but at the same time because yeah. like, I used to do sports and extra like curricular and stuff every now and then yeah. I'd walk home they with have my to, friends obviously they have to warn everyone yeah yeah but they, they like so we had to wear skirts for like sports and the teachers were like no you're, girls you're not allowed to go home in your skirts you've got to get changed back into your like yeah. trousers and stuff and it is extreme measures yeah. that we have to take to try and prevent but they used to do that regardless. Like just in every school, we'd get mm. told you, you're not allowed to go home in your pee kit. That that was just like an actual rule where, but God. like, but the thing is though, is if, is if that the teachers told us why, then people mm-hmm. wouldn't care so much. But like no one actually told us the reason why they wanted us to be in our school uniform. That's true. Um, Going home, not in our pee kit. Like I never knew why. I was just like, yeah, but if it, this is my final lesson and I just want to mm. get on the bus quick, that why, mm. and it's hot outside. Like I just want to do that. But, you know, but that yeah. wasn't, but the thing is like, they were telling, they were telling us things and this is like normal with us, with schools and growing up. They're, te- they're telling you what to do and they're telling you things, but they're not giving you a reason why. Whereas if they actually mm-hmm. gave us a reason why, like, so we could understand actually, you know, pervy people will look at you in your pee kit. But then pervy people will look at you in your school uniform regardless. So it's just like, what, what is, what are we meant to do? Yeah. You know how weird it is that they kind of like guard the fact that, all, all girls and all women are going to have to go through is some sort of like violent situation with a man. Yeah. Like they may as well tell us straight up from like childhood, like, look, exactly. This is what we live under. If we that's live the case. under um, the patriarchy. You know, like if we got those proper sociology lessons where it's like, we want to equip you to be safe. So this is what, this is what's going down. Yeah. This is what society looks like. Um, and even, talking to boys about incel culture that could nip so many things yes. in the bud like that could stop a lot of stuff I'm but sorry yeah the thing, the thing like is that. that instead of just instead of blaming women why aren't we teaching men not to be yeah. dickheads it's like they could do a mixture <laughs> of all is. that stuff but school isn't about that school is about getting your grades to become well, a worker actually now I've heard I think now they're doing better because they actually teach about consent and stuff like that so like in schools now and and stuff and like like the kids to be honest the generation coming up now they they know a lot more and they understand a lot more mm. than than what we were learning and what we knew about you know so like that's just what, something that I'm thankful for at least that, that it's moved on yeah, enough same. that we can teach our kids about 
what consent is, even understand ourselves what consent is, mm-hmm. because that was a, a murky subject. I, I I think I think that wasn't something that I fully grasped onto until mm. until like uni second year of uni like you know I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna lie (laughs) like Like, with me it was only really even listening to podcasts watching like really interesting shows like I May Destroy You and social media like without the digital world I would not know hardly anything about consent I don't think I'd even know what consent is literally because the thing is is like I am so I kind of started to like started to kind of know about it and understand about it a bit more like kind of uni times like second year of uni-ish but not and that was just kind of like but more so of okay like actually you don't need to do things if you don't want to do things you know in that sense Mm. I'm kind of understanding that and understanding when things have happened and I wasn't quite sure about it and then being like actually at that point yeah like just trying to actually have the courage to say no thank you Mm. but um yeah and I feel like another thing but then when obviously when I moved to London and I was listening to more podcasts shout out shout out Laid Bear and shout out Alani and Scotty and Famous because mm. I feel like they and, and Shani um, Shani Jamila like I yeah. feel like they were really great in the fact of talking about consent talking about and like just being so open about sex in a sense of actually if I don't want to do something I can change my mind any time you know mm-hmm. and that was just something that I just never thought about before yeah and it's like so good we could just we could easily be taught as Mm. as kids just about how like no what it's okay to change your mind anytime you want to change your mind Mm -hmm. and it's okay to say no but the thing is that we're not taught to say no just society just society in general we're not taught to say no in general yeah it's true it's true we're not taught to put any sort of boundaries in place anywhere like in the workplace no. at home with friendships exactly. with any sort of relationship exactly we're just kind of like bred to go with the flow <laughs> yeah that, but that's how we're bred because like, and that's how even even the school system at the moment and how it works still is just so that we are ready to go straight into work like Mm. you know and to be in that culture of just working and that's why it's not working at the moment especially and that's why the system of exam examinations isn't working at the moment and Mm. yeah like but but even like the people that do say no i'm thinking of the people that like are the no sayers it is like the the people that probably went private school the politicians the like high up people in banking well, yeah, and stuff like that. Say no. Yeah, they they've been brought up to say well they they at least have learned somewhere that saying no is okay. Like no, but, they're like three steps ahead of everyone else. But their schooling their schooling is different. They're allowed mm. to do that. Like they didn't have to they didn't have to put as much work in to go to Oxford or Cambridge. Do you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know, a lot of the time their families systems they're going straight there to go to go to these universities. Um, you know, like they're not like they're taught differently to us because they're not taught to be to go through the workplace like how we go through the workplace. They're mm-hmm. taught how to keep the generational wealth and how to keep their parents' money working for them yeah. and how to yeah. do the most minimal amount of work possible to get more money. That's what they're taught and how to keep their and how to keep their assets, how to keep their properties, how to keep that's what they're taught. It's how to wild. get more properties, how to get more assets. That is what they're taught. It's actually wild how because to invest. Like, when I got the job that I've got now, um, like the salary that I went in at, good salary, and I kind of like 
it was a salary they gave a bracket and I thought like with the place that I work it's kind of like you go into like the grade the next grade job just on the lowest band of that salary bracket but it's still a promotion if that makes sense so I just went in on the well, lowest that's what and you I thought. was I thought that and that's what other people have kind of told me that that's what normally happens so I thought okay I'll just do that that's like the oh normal. but you should have spoken to me <laughs> I should maybe I should no I think I did but I thought in my like area of work I don't think we're allowed to jump around no and then, like well we're not allowed yeah, to but, suggest. No, but I was like as in even just to say actually just ask for that highest salary just like because yeah, yeah. that's literally what I've been doing yeah, well, I asked, I, I just went with what I was given because I even asked my mum, I was like, mum, should I challenge this? And she was like, oh, don't be cheeky. And I was like, okay, I won't be. Oh, and no, then, but you can't ask parents. I know you, you can't, can't ask, ask them because they're in the wrong generation. Mom, I know, my mum's of the... They're like, in the wrong generation, don't they don't get the it. Generation. You don't ask they, they all, think, but Yeah, they think, you're, they think you're being greedy if you ask for a bit more money. I know. And then I went, like, I've had conversations with some of my friends at work and, like, some of them went to private school... Um, some of them have just been around like the workplace for a while and I, I, I've i mentioned it to them and they're like no like I like one of them was like I asked for higher I asked for the highest in my pay bracket and I was like oh you can do that and she was like yeah you can do that and I was like okay like I just haven't been brought up like with with knowing that yeah that that's a thing no because you won't know because the only reason why how I knew was like through, through Instagram and like yeah. I was just there, and I was just going through Instagram. I was listening to what they're saying. I was like, okay, everything that they keep saying to negotiate salary, fine. When I negotiate my salary, I'm asking for two k higher than what I actually want to settle for. And that's mm. that's how I started to yeah, guys, get your notes out if you if you need help. If you're like young, you're starting to enter into the workplace, and you if you're not sure about how to negotiate your salary, have an idea of what you want. Mm. and ask for 2k more like some people will tell you to ask for 5k more which is what i'm doing at the moment i've started just mm-hmm. i'm just asking for that's even good. more so than what i want what than what i want so mm-hmm. um so some people will say ask for 5k more other people will be like um or if you if you just feel like you want to be safe or you feel like uncomfortable to ask for 5k more than what you actually want to settle on ask for 2k more and then they should be able to go back and forth and hopefully you'll be able to settle on that desired salary that you want um so like I started kind of seeing this stuff and when it came to my first job literally I asked for two so um asked for 2k more than what I want to settle on which no I'm just going to disclose the information so um my first job as I was a pro- as a product designer role but um mm. in industrial design more physical products um I asked for um 22k as an, mm. and, and like this is me never had no experience i've finished uni been out of uni for a year trying to just trying to find a job okay yeah this is my first job mm. i asked for 22k hoping yeah. that they'll settle on 20 i didn't want less than 20k um and then and like basically like so they were going back and forth being like mm, it's a bit higher and they ended up settling on 20 Mm. and but but basically they were going to offer me 18 and Ugh. this is for me to to up and move to london as well mm. <laughs> and me be on 18k this is like where 18k i would not be able to afford any rent anywhere i would not be able to afford to live like literally so um yeah but yeah so i managed to ask for that 
I managed to get that 20K. So like, if you're feeling a bit nervous about how to negotiate, just try that 2K higher than what you actually want. Um, but then like, when you've got a bit more experience, just start asking for 5K higher. Like I am... Um, because the advice that I was given, I was told to, to just ask for 5K higher. Um, yeah. And so like for one of my jobs, I did. But then the guy came back to me like, oh, that's a bit high. Um, our entry level is this much. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, like even if don't feel, don't feel um, like you've missed out on the job mm-hmm. because you've said too high a number. Like they're always going to come back to you. Because if you've got this far in the process as it is, they want you on board anyway. Mm-hmm. So they're always going to come back to you. But at least you know that you you haven't lowballed yourself um yeah yeah and yeah. like especially as well as women and as black women we need to be asking for that money because they are lowballing us every time so you just need to ask mm-hmm. for the money and ask for the full money like um even with the job that i currently have i just openly just went and just said <laughs> i was like <laughs> i openly just went and was just like i want this much and then the guy was like oh will your old job offer you more and I was like no I'll be truthful no they won't because I was getting made redundant I was like they're not gonna offer me more money but like the salary that I asked for was like the top bracket of what I even thought I could even get like yeah and I was just like I'm just asking for this much and they gave it they gave me the salary I was like oh all right then cool and all I'm thinking is that like next place I want to get 10k higher yeah (laughs) Like you've got Literally. A, one thing that I'm seeing a lot of black women doing this year is just living um, delusionally. So just live like doing and saying yeah. whatever you want without fearing like the consequences. As long as you're not hurting anyone, literally so just, like, do be it. delusional with what with what you want. Like the biggest numbers that you can. This is kind of what I'm learning as well because to some extent it's not even delusional. It's like look, I've got my experience now. Been working for so so and so many years. Like yeah. I know what I'm good at. So let me just like come in with some like big balls and tell you what I want. And then, yeah, like yeah. as a result, you will end up getting at least like a close amount to what you want, if not like the full amount of what you want. Mm-hmm. That's something that I'm definitely learning. And like, my next it's called job, negotiation be... for a reason. Exactly, exactly. My next job, I'll, I'll be negotiating the salaries. I'll be aiming for the highest, yeah. highest in the bracket. Literally. Because why not? Life's too short. <laughs> exactly. Like just research what, what, people get paid and yeah just go for the highest just like guys go mm-hmm. ask for that 60k yeah there's <laughs> enough money to go around <laughs> literally literally go ask for it i mean i didn't ask for 60k for this guy job for this job guys before you guys start <laughs> thinking you know i'm balling like that but 60k um, come. <laughs> um yeah but guys that yeah Sorry, we went off on a tangent. Um, mm. But yeah, but important. No, um, nevertheless, anyway. But mm-hmm. yeah, RIP to um, Brianna, was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, RIP to Brianna. And just thoughts and prayers to her family. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, yeah. Turkey and Syria, they've been mm-hmm. suffering. They've had, so th- they've been hit with another 6.4 um, scale on the scale earthquake, um, which is just devastating. Like there's lots, lots of people have died. Um, the, we've had, uh, it's been 
okay, yeah, so it's been confirmed that a Ghanaian footballer um, died in his house that was in Turkey, um, Christian Atsu, um, which is just, it is very sad. Um, yeah, yeah, very, very sad. Um, but yeah, and just like a lot of people are suffering, and and apparently like Syria hasn't been getting much aid because Gosh. just like there isn't that many route transport routes to get the aid there, and that is all kind of coming off war in mm. in that country. That like you know, they lack the infrastructure, um, and these. Yeah, and these are the same people that you lot don't want coming into your country. Like, this is what I mean. Um, It's ridiculous because the Brits can enjoy their Turkish holidays as much as they like. But, like, as soon as people start needing a bit of help, like, I don't know. Yeah. Is the support going to be there? And I've just been finding it. Because, like, okay, look, I love a good travel influencer. I love a good travel... Um, you know travel posts and stuff like that but mm. like I've been seeing a lot of posts of of the, like, the travel posts in Turkey and I'm just like while it's like okay cool if you've had your holiday booked already and obviously you got your content that you need to post cool but like why are, why am I not seeing it kind of any kind of mention to the earthquake or anything or just even this being like oh here are some links this is devastating that this is happening in Turkey that you know I've just had my trip obviously it's in a, and it's in a different mm. area but xyz you know do you know what I mean it's like just even just just a comment just in the comment like no one's telling you don't post your lovely your lovely reels but at the same time like there's devastating things happening in the country um, that you're visiting and I, like I feel like if like if you're going to be posting and stuff like that and monetizing from your content like you do have a like a duty of care hmm. to actually just put some links like literally yeah. it's true and I'm kind of tired of seeing the trauma porn as well I get like with all of these like Ugh. atrocious things that happen I get that sometimes it's useful yeah. to see things on the ground yeah I'll see a bit of journalism from on the ground but I don't need to see a crime scene I don't need to see someone being dragged out of rubble yeah. like why why are we yeah. seeing pictures of people being dragged out of rubble on the news like, I kind of think that's like we've we've become desensitized to that like someone has been stuck under rubble we- like all of this huh we're used to see we're used to seeing brown and black bodies well, these people aren't even yeah. brown, are they? Like Turkish people. What Turkish? Yeah, you see Turkish people. I think it depends what part you're from. Okay. Well, just generally seeing people being pulled out of out of like the derelicts, kind of like rubble and stuff. Because they haven't ate in days. Yeah. They probably shat their pants. Do you know what I mean? Like all of the nasty stuff that's probably incurred over that time. They've probably got blood on their face, blood everywhere. It's like. Do they want to be on camera being pulled out of rub- like rubble? I feel like there's not really the care there either for people like that. It's like maybe they don't want you staring at, at them. They don't want it on BBC News and passes mm-hmm. across the world. They just want to be put safely into a hospital bed and taken care of. Like I just I I don't mm-hmm. like the way the media does stuff like this. Like they have to be there on the ground, but, like, but again, filming like, people's bodies. Yeah. But that, cause, but that's what I mean, because it's like that's that's what I mean by like we're used to seeing brown and black bodies, because and like the reason why mm-hmm. I say that because Turkey is like while Turkey is 
Turkey's kind of on the border of Europe and Asia and it's kind mm. of classes both and Turkey is like uh, as well a majority Muslim country as well and um mm. Yeah, and like, and that's the thing, and 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 that's what I mean by like they're happy to film that in Turkey. However, if this was happening in a in a European country like yeah. Spain or in France or in Germany or you know all of that, they won't be showing that because that's mm. because it's seen as a majority white country. Do you know mm. what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, and it's just it's devastating, and like, and this is the thing we're just so desensitized to seeing brown and black bodies to being just brown and black bodies as bodies mm. that's what we, we're just used to seeing that in the media and in the news and it's devastating and um yeah because i was saying to you like they did the same thing when it was like haiti when haiti was having yeah. earthquakes and stuff so like this is this is what yeah. they think they just look at these places and it's like oh look at the devastation and look at the people and it's just like yeah, like cool. You need to report, but then it is but what else like is happening? Like because imagine if that is, happened like down porn. your street, like your neighborhood had just been destroyed, and your school had been destroyed, and then you see on the news like you're just in the hospital bed, and you see on the news that like that someone a British person is down there filming like all of the derelict stuff. It's just, and I get that news has to happen, but at the same time. We don't. We just don't do it sensitively, and like this is just yeah, a really, we, really yeah, awful we... thing that has happened. Yeah, it is. It is, and um, but yeah, like just again, just prayers up to all the, to everybody in yeah, Turkey and Syria at the moment everyone. who is like been affected by this devastation. Is yeah, yeah, it's really heartbreaking. Yes. Um, but on to more political stuff. So I'm sure you'll all be delighted to know that MPs um, are going to be getting a 2.9% pay rise. <laughs> their salary, salary, yeah, their salary is going to increase to oh, more wow. than 86,500. <laughs> but they, but they don't have no money for the nurses. They don't. They don't. Their salaries will go from. <laughs> basically 84k to 86k but it's uh, yeah they don't have money for anyone else or anything else or the the starving children <laughs> but you know <sighs> they're working so hard sorry that's what i think about this <laughs> just yawning <laughs> oh gosh yeah honestly that, that's all like, that's that's yeah. the only comment i've got at the end that's yeah. a good enough comment it's valid um yeah. and then another Yawn. thing <laughs> You'll probably yawn at this as Suella Braverman faces backlash for rowing back on Windrush reform. So she's decided to um, row back. Well, I don't like this phrase, row back, but row back on um, accepted recommendations. <laughs> row back. Made. Yeah, it's they just really weird. thought they'd be punny there. Yeah, just. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> they thought they were being punny. <laughs> That's like, I don't like that. I really don't like it. <laughs> They're really being punny, you know, the wind rush being a boat. Row back. I don't and like Swella it. And loves, Swella loves talking about those boats. She's just obsessed with boats. I feel like that's what she thinks about when she, before she's going to bed. That's what she thinks about. Yeah, when that's she's what she's wearing. What she did? She told. Remember, she said that that's what she dreamt about. 
Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh no, it was the plane. It was the plane to Rwanda, not the boat. But people were coming off the boats and she wanted them to come off the boats and then to go straight on the, Get plane. on the plane. But she also dreamed about, she also dreamed that very, that very, that very um, insidious dream of a big mm. wave. Oh yeah. Pushing the boats back. So she does, she does dream about boats as, as well. She needs to stop dreaming. She needs to stop mixing she up does. her dreams with nightmares because that, that you, sounds like a you're nightmare. Not, you, you are not Martin Luther King, mate. Like, we yeah, don't need to hear about your dreams. dreams. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, she's rowing back on accepted recommendations made following um, a review into how the Windrush scandal unfolded at the Home Office. So she's not really fussed about um, the Windrush scandal. She's kind of she's rowed back so she's not interested and then uh, the R&B singer of the UK Beverly Knight <laughs> she's called Suella Braverman um, a risable character risable is that a word I've never even heard a risable character after discussing Windrush reform reversals so basically a laughable character I think is what she means um, okay but yeah like Shit, Suella's getting dragged left, right, and centre. Um, By and Beverly Knight. You know Beverly Beverly Knight's from Wolverhampton, right? She went to high is school. She? she went to your school. Yeah. Not to that's my so school. Cool. She went to a different school. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, Beverly Knight's that, that's from really Wolves. cool. She's like one of our only <laughs> like dark skin R and B girls <laughs> from back yeah. in the day. I know, and from Wolves, like me. Crazy. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, yeah, Wolverhampton really claims Beverly Knight all the time. You'd have to though, like with us in the UK, it's rare you get celebrities from a lot of these outside of London places. Yeah. <laughs> so when you do, you claim it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I think where I'm from, like the only kind of close celebrity is um, John Terry's parents live <laughs> live where I I live or my family live. Who's John, John Terry, Terry footballer? He's the racist footballer. <laughs> like, He's the racist like, footballer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Of course. Oh, it makes of sense where you're from, isn't it? Essex. Yeah, it's just, it's a pattern. <laughs> <laughs> they were the ones like, that said they don't like Jamaicans as well. They were changing my tyres. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, what? <laughs> it all adds up. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. This is this is why um, um, Diana Diana forgets kind of like the type of racism that that that, that is known by Britain, but but it's because when you're when you live on the outskirts of London, that's mm. where you find the racist racist. Like, yeah, because yeah. basically what what happened with with where I live and I grew up in Essex, because it's right next door to London, Essex. People when London starts to become it's a port. Yeah, and that as well. London started to become very diverse. So the white people in London moved to the outskirts of London and like yeah. they dispersed from London to Essex. And now Essex is full of like the racist white people that moved out of London because they were resentful. Yeah. <laughs> so I grew up around them Kent. and their kids. Yeah, the same with Ken, you know. Yeah. The angry, angry people. Um mm-hmm. but anyway, I turned out great. Um, but yeah next quick political update so Kwasi Kwarteng 
Um, he's just fuming about the woke agenda. Um, so he's saying that <laughs> Nicola Sturgeon. What does Quasi Quartan know about the woke agenda? What does what he does know he about know? anything? For starters, what does he know about anything? I mean, How has he got the job? His mini, he didn't. He didn't even know about his mini, but his own mini budget. So no, he had one job, and <laughs> one he had job. a job for a day, <laughs> and he fucked up the economy. They got mm. sacked for it. Yeah, and he acted and like he didn't. Fuck we didn't it know up. what he was doing. No, I don't. What so, I don't yeah. get is that like he had to take the fall for Liz Truss, and but then like. But then he, yeah, he had to take the full full list trust about and like go on like as if, yeah, no one else knew about it when it was just like, yeah, but they did know about it. And he couldn't yeah. fully say that no one else knew about it because he looks like a damn idiot. So it was like, yeah. And, and it was just embarrassing for him. It was like, I can't, I can't have all the blame for this. No, like, of course they saw the budget before it signed off. Like, you know, like what, what mm. power do I have just to do things off my own back by myself? Like literally. That get. should have been the question that um, those journalists should have been asking him. <laughs> because it's um, true. What power does he actually have? Anyway, sorry. I don't know. Right. But with this, basically, he um, he was slamming Nicola Sturgeon's woke agenda during his first interview since getting sacked. So um, he appeared bitter on talk TV. This is what the article was saying. Um, and then he said... <laughs> especially her woke agenda ended up blowing up in her face and this is referring to the like transgender prisoner row and he said it was really the straw that broke the camel's back her ratings plunged so why are you why are you watching her ratings like why why are you watching her ratings you weirdo what's the point i'm just confused though why Mm. like he's just talking about the straw that broke the camel's back but mate your straw broke the whole economy. Like, yeah, the what are you talking back. about? <laughs> <laughs> like, Let's not talk about your about? straw. <laughs> Literally, we can, we can, we can find all of your straws, mate. Like, the straw that broke all your, of the your workers' country, backs. Literally, your straw. Um, <sighs> what was I going to say? Your straw devalued the pound. Like what? Like mm. the fuck? Your straw is just a dirty straw. Like the way as well that you can make so many mistakes as a politician and you don't even want to hide. Like after that, after, after you know, crashing the economy, I personally would give up. Like I'd be like, okay, like let me pass the button. Like, like I won't Truss. be an MP anymore. Someone else. No, not even, not even just like Liz Truss. It's like, look, let me just take some accountability. I'm not good at this job. I will go back to my banking yeah. job. You take someone else take this on. But it's like the cheek and the audacity. <laughs> no one's gonna take him and from a banking job. He crashed the economy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he could probably get something though. He crashed the economy. He can get he something. His his no, but his experience ain't great. <laughs> mm. Not for banking. Sorry. Anyway, carry Maybe on. Maybe he'd be good, like <laughs> farmer or something. But, but um, farmer. Yeah. So, so oh, I, I actually don't understand how some people have so much entitlement where they feel like, look, I've just crashed the economy, but you know, let me give my opinions on why this politician is shit. It's like, sorry, you don't have a leg to stand Literally. on anymore. Like it's over for you. It's um, really over. Your opinions don't and, matter and, anymore. I'm guessing this has followed um, Nicola Sturgeon resigning as yes. first minister in Scotland. 
Yeah, it does. So she's resigned. But then to I honest, don't really know much Nicola about Nicola Sturgeon. Sturgeon. I feel like because okay, so she's been there. She's so she's been first minister for eight years, and she was a member of the Scottish National Party for a further eight years before that. Yeah. So she's been doing this for sixteen years. No, I don't even blame her. Like it's just like, you know what? She's tired. I'm tired. Fuck it. Yeah. These people the don't want to listen to me. I've been doing a lot. Um, the I, same I, with Jacinda know, and, as and well. Honest, and she has Zealand. done a lot. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. The same with Jacinda, you, you know, the prime the prime minister of New Zealand. She left because she just wanted family time. She's like, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. And as well, I just kind of feel like, you know what, Nicola Sturgeon, she's done a lot. She's actually she got a she got a referendum vote for Scotland. Okay. Mm. It didn't it didn't um okay, it didn't go f- towards independence. But you know, like she's she's done a lot, you know, in her role. Yeah. And you know what, the fact that she had a, a gender reform bill like that just mm. yeah that just says everything but like but then the thing is it's like the U- if when the UK keep blocking everything it's just like well what can I do do you know yeah, what, it must get what a bit I mean? yeah like your country wants certain things but the UK reside over it and just want to be like mm, no like it's like what's the point in having a parliament in Scotland mm. then anyway if you can't if you can't even do anything you know that like I can see how yeah. that must be so frustrating especially for Scots like yeah because it's like well what like you know you're not get you can't even get anything passed through parliament because they're just so bitter yeah very frustrating yeah but it's weird that Quasi really wants to chat on this woke agenda and not chat on the fact that he crashed the whole economy. Like, are you not embarrassed? Why are you still here mm. talking? Like, please, sir. Yeah, why are you here? Sir, go home. Enjoy your money yeah. in peace. Like, why are you doing this? This <laughs> you know, you crashed the yeah, you crashed go. the whole economy and you want to talk about the Scotland's first minister. Like attention to people. Get out Shut of here. Shut the fuck up. And it <laughs> Literally, stop being obsessed with trans. Like, literally, why are you obsessed with transgender people? Why are you obsessed? It's weird. Obsessed. It is weird. (laughs) Why are you so so obsessed with me? Yeah, it's weird. (laughs) Um, but yeah, random. Anyway, fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Rihanna Super Bowl performance. What did you think? To be fair, I've only watched clips here and there. I've watched the video of, you know, when she's dancing and she like sniffs her fanny, like she, she rubs her. What? No, I've watched the performance. It? No, no, I haven't. It's part of the performance. So people just made a meme. People yeah. just made a meme of part of the performance. It's part of the Rude Boy performance where she's dancing and she just rubs her vagina and sniffs her hand and then carries on dancing like it's really random it's part it's part of the routine though it's like part of the routine um it's like in the dance yeah yeah but yeah so that's that's kind of my my key takeaway i forgot everything else (laughs) that's all that okay i keep seeing (laughs) okay all right well i've got a few more takeaways anyway but i think I think that I liked the performance. I think she did really well. Like, um, you know, you know, the girl, the girl is pregnant. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and I think she looked good. Um, I'm still not a Rihanna, much of a Rihanna fan. Like, you know, I was listening to the songs and I was like, mm, 
But she played this, but she did the songs that I like. <laughs> like mm-hmm. There's like songs that I like, but um, and I feel like okay, I I thought it was cute. The whole like her special guest was her baby bump. You know that was her announcing that she was pregnant and all of that. Cute. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I felt like it would have been fun if she actually brought out a person. Yes. Um, well, obviously not that her child is not a person, but if she brought out. <laughs> You know, for some collabs, I think that That'd would be have been good. very fun. Yeah, um, I love don't, a collab. Like, don't, can we just let's just have some respect for those dancers? They ate it up. Mm. Like the performance, the dancers were amazing. Um, yeah, but I think it would have like because so me and Deanna were kind of debating this. Like, yeah, it would have been great if she had like if she could have so because because uh, basically so i watched the rihanna performance then i went mm. back and watched the performance from last year of dr dre with mm-hmm. mary j snoop 50 cent eminem kendrick lamar yeah. and uh, like i watched that and watching it was so nostalgic like watching mm-hmm. it and obviously you got all the old songs and stuff but it was just and they did like a, a block party kind of thing and i just felt like mm. they paid homage to so many things did I say Mary J? I definitely said Mary J. Yeah, I can't did. Miss, I can't miss Mary J. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, and I just felt and like and the performance just it was just so energetic because like you had all of the other performers and they were all doing the tunes and stuff, and it was mm. just, it was like so it, it was just nostalgic. It was just nice to watch. It was just like oh wow, mm. and it gets you excited. Um, not to it, mm, no, I'm not even gonna say that, but. <laughs> yeah and I feel like it just would have been cool if we could have seen a collaboration however you know however obviously I don't think Rihanna's on good terms with Drake because he's in his toxic era at the moment mm. um, Kanye West is cancelled like this mm-hmm. is the thing and it's just like why is everybody just so problematic because imagine if Kanye West was not problematic here imagine Kanye West came out all of the lights would have been unreal because that looks so good literally like, all of the lights performance did look really good. And if Kanye wasn't cancelled and if he wasn't the way he was, like that could have been yeah. an amazing performance. Cause that's a song that everyone loves. Literally. Yeah. Like even I can say that that would have been an amazing performance. Literally. Yeah. I even forgot and she had like, that even, song. Yeah. Even like um, Jay-Z. Like, Jay-Z would you know, have been but sick. Jay-Z only comes out for Beyonce anyway, but you know, cause she keeps her tabs on him because of his cheating ass, but um, <laughs> I'm joking. But um, yeah, cause the thing with Rihanna, yeah. she's done collaborations with like all of the big boys. So she's got even like in the like pop music, she's got Calvin Harris, like she's got um, yeah. Eminem, like she's got the big names. And that I feel like it would have been nostalgic for everyone. Cause it's like, these are all the songs that we grew up listening to. It would have yeah. just been cool to see like a lot of people together. Um, yeah, even if they did, even if she just vision. did her pop era. Yeah, but, like um, which, like, obviously and I'm not, get, uh, get those goons out. Yeah, like, like I'm not the out. biggest fan of her pop era, but mm. that would have been interesting. I think I don't know, but um, yeah, could have been good. But yeah. But um, yeah, that's my only comments on it. But um, she looked good. I like that she just came and promoted Fenty <laughs> in mm. the middle. Um, because to be honest, like, I'm sorry, guys. Rihanna hates music and she hates performing. Apparently, she was. Apparently, she she didn't want to do that performance. <laughs> Appar- apparently, it was too late for her to drop out. <laughs> like, oh. 
and she could and she couldn't drop out. Like she she came and performed performed for us by force as it was. Like the girl don't like music. She don't want to perform. All she wants to do is do her makeup videos. Like just let her and be. Have a family. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's got and she's like she's a mother now. Like. Mm. Why not let her do her makeup and look after her children? Uh, look after her children. Like it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> it's it's absolutely fine. And we like I like that for her. I feel like I prefer Rihanna now that she's in makeup and ch- and motherhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then yeah, then like kind of post Disturbia. Mm. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that was interesting. Um, should we? I I I don't know what's going on in the next bit. So you wanted to talk about this actually. So there was a meme, well not Did a meme. I? There's a, like an infographic thing. Someone basically compared Ky- Kylie Jenner to Rihanna. So someone was taking a piss out of Rihanna and said eh? that. Yeah, you you sent this, <laughs> or I sent it to you. I think Did I? like let's talk about it. Yeah. So Rihanna basically has got two children and isn't married. Um, to ASAP Rocky oh. doesn't have a ring and people were taking the piss out of her okay. and being like oh she doesn't have a ring but people yeah. were like oh but people weren't saying the same thing about Kylie Jenner <laughs> true and, okay yeah I remember yeah, this yeah um I feel like that's very weird like, I don't one I think it's very weird that people are um are, that people are comparing Rihanna to Kylie Jenner like I'm sorry Rihanna like <laughs> You know, Rihanna has some semblance of talent and stuff, and has mm. done and done things, and isn't just kind of on parents' money kind of thing. Um, mm. For one, also like Rihanna doesn't need to get married. She's Rihanna, like she has mm. money, and I feel like we, I feel like as society, we put so much hold on the like, and so much on achieving marriage mm. like oh we've managed to find that yeah. man who's gonna hold the stand and commit to us that they're gonna get married and I feel like there's just like bitch as well don't even get me wrong I feel like I am very much stuck in this I am stuck in this patriarchal cycle as well where like mm-hmm. I do also want to get married one day but the thing is is that I don't have even half as much money as Rihanna so you know like mm. I think it's okay that I'm in this patriarchal cycle because you know at the end of the day like two incomes is better than one and having mm-hmm. that marriage c- certificate is a bit more you know it's a bit more secure mm. <laughs> than it's not like having it yeah yeah whereas Rihanna has money ASAP Rocky has money like they don't she don't need a frigging ring and mm. like this whole concept of having children out of wedlock is old is a is bullshit. <laughs> it's a yeah, societal. It's like not even a, yeah, it's like, fake. Yeah, it's like literally set up. It's it's, it's not a social real. construct. That's what I wanted to say. That's it. The social constructs. Um, yeah, and like so... marriage as well. It's one of those things where it's like not everyone has to get married to like feel valued and feel yeah. like they're tied to their partner. People have other traditions and, and other ways. And feel like they've achieved their, something in their life. Like Yeah, like And I just feel silly. like it's a shame that for women, it's like we're taught that marriage is an achievement kind of thing. Mm. Like, I think it's just such a shame. And as well, the thing is though, because I, I, you know what's funny? I don't necessarily feel like there's pressure from kind of my parents and stuff for getting married and mm, that. Same. Um, 
like I don't feel that pressure, but I feel like mm-hmm. for them it's just something that's expected. So for me, while while I will, I feel like it would be an achievement because of society and stuff, and because mm. this dating bullshit is bullshit. Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like. Um, yeah, so for me, I feel like marriage would be an achievement, but I don't think my parents would look at it like that. They just think it's something that you're that's that's what you're meant to do. Mm. <laughs> like, and I don't think like I like I, sometimes I don't think that they will look at me and, and be proud that I'm getting married. It'll just be like, yeah, well, that's well, why wouldn't you get married? Same. That's what you're meant I to do. I don't think my parents would be like proud. I think like because they didn't even want to get married. You they only got married to make that, things easier. Huh? Okay. Do you feel disappointed about that though? No, I don't think so. Like I don't I think no, I, I think like I feel a bit disappointed about it. I, I just reckon with my parents they'll be happy whatever happens. Like they'll probably be very, very overjoyed with whatever ever happens. Like if I find someone mm-hmm. amazing, if I get married, if I have children, um but I don't think I don't think it's there's no pressure there. I don't think they'll it's not like you know some people it's like let's get planning let's plan the whole way i don't think my parents will care they'll just be there they'll enjoy it they'll enjoy seeing me happy but it's not i don't think it's a big deal to at least my family it's not really a big deal yeah because it's like i don't know i don't think it's a big deal in my family but i feel like i feel like what i what i find a bit and this is kind of this is all me like I haven't actually I have had some conversations like with my mum about it but I feel like because of that their mindset of marriage is like oh this is what's done this is what you do it's Mm -hmm. like I feel like it doesn't seem as special and it doesn't seem as like oh my gosh you know you're getting married this is such an amazing Mm -hmm. day and how exciting like I don't feel that excitement because I feel like it's just like for them it's just something that you're meant to do and and I feel like that whole that kind of proud moment isn't really there but mm. then and I feel like it's similar to the whole feeling of even like graduating and stuff like that like no my parents were proud obviously when I graduated and stuff but it's just kind of like that whole mentality of oh well the hard part starts now it's that kind of mentality because right. I remember when when I yeah when I got my when I got my job um my last job after I transitioned like because I I did a course and my dad was like oh you need to prove me wrong and yeah just show me that this course isn't a waste of time I get a job you know I've increased my salary by how much did I increase my salary by I can't remember I increased my salary by like 8k or something Mm. like that and um you know just like starting at this job and it's because I changed industry slightly and I told him I was like look dad this this is the company I'm working for go go look it up Mm. and then he he just wasn't going to look it I was like no search the company now because my dad is very much like oh yeah work for a big company blah 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 he searched it and he was like oh I don't think this is the right thing and I was like yes it is that's the company I'm working for it's a big company and then um, my mom was there like okay yeah let's celebrate and my dad is like oh there's no point celebrating now the hard work starts now you shouldn't be celebrating. You need to be doing X, Y, Z. And it's just like, and that's just what, I feel like that's the same kind of thing I have towards yeah. marriage and stuff. Like, like while it's a life achievement, 
it's like, number one, why is it a life achievement? Especially for women, it's like, we're just expected for that. And then, but two, it's just like, all the rubbish we go through with dating is what makes it feel like such a frigging achievement. Mm. (laughs) Like, I feel like that's a shame as well. So do you think like you'd want your parents to be more excited about the facts if you were to get married or engaged, you'd want them to be like, wow, like you've come a long way. You've done such, like, this is such a great Um, achievement. I feel like not not so much in the achievement side, but I'd like to think that they'd be excited about it. But I feel Mm. like they're not. I feel like they wouldn't be. Mm. That's just the vibe I'm getting. I feel like it's just like, well, yeah, of course you're getting married, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I get. Like, like they'll be happy on the day and it will just be like, cool, yeah, cool, wedding day. But it just doesn't feel like it will be that kind of like, oh my gosh, my daughter, she's getting married. I'm giving her away. Mm. I don't feel any of that. But obviously that is very patriarchal anyway. But it's just funny that it's like, because it feels like you we go through a lot when it comes to dating in general mm. it's like to me it's like just thinking about marriage that sounds like that's a massive achievement like just to even get there to even get someone to want to come to want to commit to you like that mm-hmm. yeah I can sorry see we've gone on until a tangent. it happens <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> we've gone on a tangent but you don't know until it happens and like, they might be really really excited and even like I mean yeah my mom, I feel like my mum will shed a tear or whatever my dad mm. I don't my dad I have no idea I just feel like he I don't I actually don't think he'll care but um but he'll want to be involved like he'll want to be like walking me down the aisle or whatever but like I bet to me but I just feel like I, I've I personally just feel like he won't care but but then but to him he probably does care but he just doesn't really show it <laughs> but yeah, then but that's yeah. the thing and I think that's what I think that might be what my issue is these like these are conversations that I have in therapy man like <laughs> <laughs> it might be like the love languages like he's showing it by by being there rather than saying it it could just be like oh it's because he's at the wedding that's his way of showing that he is excited and he cares but yeah (laughs) have you heard that sometimes people's love languages is because of what they were depraved of growing up yeah I was talking I remember I mentioned this to you with um the KSI documentary because he said now he craves physical touch because he never got hugs from his dad yeah it's so interesting it is really interesting. So yeah, like don't deprave me of my love language then. Like- <laughs> Wait, what's your main one? Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forget that you're a words of affirmation person. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, oh. I, I want to talk about the film You People, but I think we're going to have to leave it for next week. But... Um, mm-hmm. Because I do have some issues with the film, but I might just do it in like the catch up next week, um, quickly. Yeah. But anyway, let's do it next week. Actually, let me quickly talk about Snoop Dogg. Um, because basically I saw because I um because you guys know that I do poll and everything. Um, mm-hmm. so basically, uh, Snoop Dogg is going to be touring the UK, and there's like auditions open to like audition to um you know to be in the show kind of thing as a pole dancer. 
And um, so she puts that. And then, so I look in the comments because I'm there thinking, oh, let me see if I can find some more more um, black UK poll girls who are, like, oh, who are excited about mm. it. And I'm just confused because I go in the comments and seeing like the people who were talking about UK and like, like, it's n- like no, no, no offense or anything, but like, why is it all the, the white, the white pole girls want to be dancing on stage with Snoop Dogg? I'm a bit confused. Like, because it's just like, can can black girls just have something, please? Like, you know, yeah, it's like you're taking up too much space. You're crossing over a bit too much. <laughs> yeah, it's like, can, can we have something? Just like you know, like I'm sorry, like especially with like it's one it being Snoop Dogg for one, and two mm. it just being like you know, like with kind of American stripper culture and how like mm-hmm. and like how pole dance kind of has just like really kind of um what's the word like how pole dance is like so big in America and mm. so and the strip clubs is such a big thing like yeah it's such a big thing in America you know like and all of that it's just kind of like can us black girls in the UK who decided yeah we want we want to do pole we like pole can 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 the black girls in the UK just the the black like okay not obviously like me as in but like the black pole girls mm. who are like so big in the industry um can they get a chance to to dance to pole dance on stage with Snoop Dogg please like yeah this can is we where have something? people need to like in the application it, like if they wanted that they should have done the positive discrimination thing and said we're looking for black girls like people black heritage yeah. or whatever to do it um yeah because you'll just end up getting applications from everyone and yeah fair enough they might want to employ the white girls but at the same time I do think like this is again maybe me being a bit too much but like hip hop and Snoop Dogg's music is a black genre yeah hip hop is yes a black genre and the dancing and Snoop Dogg is comes I'm sorry, from black Snoop culture Dogg was definitely <laughs> yeah yeah Snoop Dogg when he was when he's always in the strip club you know like Snoop Dogg and Akon their song wait is is Snoop Dogg yeah <laughs> Snoop Dogg and Akon <laughs> With their song, I see you whining. Like, I'm sorry, they were they were watching the black dancers. Come on, let's just be real. <laughs> let's be real. And like, can can we just have that, please? Can we just have it? <laughs> like, is that okay? It's Snoop. Like, we know Snoop was watching. You literally this this one time. We know Snoop was watching black black pole dancers, black black strippers. Like, come on, like. Mm. You know, anyway, but like, okay, kind of on a tangent, yeah. Like, no, jumping away from this, Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. We know that Chris Brown probably mm. um, likes likes the white strippers. So, like, you know. Yep. But anyway, so <laughs> Chris Brown. Um, so, did I send you this post or did you send it to me? I think you'd seen it or something. Anyway, I sent it to you, but just before that, so I yeah. live near the O2 Arena not too close I'm mm-hmm. not giving you guys my address but sometimes I have to walk past and the amount of times I've walked past these past few days and just seen Chris Brown fans fucking like mm-hmm. they're so loud they're on a new level to the different the other fans like <laughs> why are you screaming Chris Breezy Chris Breezy yeah let's like it's too much shut up like this man too is much, not man. a nice man like please and yeah. then I saw people fighting over his coat and all this other stuff like yeah sorry let's get which back which I to get because you could sell it but 
yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, but like no, but the the struggle to have that quote, it was like it was like um, <laughs> last one holding. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like that kind of like the last person, last person. They were just like kind of walking around in circles trying to pull the coat. Like, <laughs> Like, mm, oh. and the arena was, was like almost funny. empty it was empty and out literally like you know they've been there they've been there for a long time they were scrapping over the yeah. coat when he first when he first threw it into the crowd in the first song probably yeah. like <laughs> they've been holding on all that time um yeah but anyway okay so Chris Brown controversial um the guy is just a bit weird as well like all the time like how he wanted to start um he wanted to start beef with the with the person who won a Grammy for best mm-hmm. R&B album and he wants to start beef with him and then it was just like who the hell is this person blah 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 and then he had to go and retract that statement and because he went and found out who he actually was yeah <laughs> and then and I had to apologize and then was like oh it was nothing personal and I'm like I'm sorry it was very personal because you mentioned him by name so like it was personal um anyway but um yeah so so yeah Chris Brown sometimes a bit a bit stupid um mm. but anyway so this guy as well so okay I feel like I don't completely blame some the Chris Brown fans as such because I feel like okay clearly the guy is not cancelled people still want to see him perform people still enjoy his music so and it's kind of like you know it's it's one of those things that where it's like okay if they if they like him so much what what can they do like they they want to go see Chris Brown perform he hasn't been able to perform for what like 15 years or something in the UK so and you know, whatever. This is what they want to do with their with their money. But anyway, um, they sold VIP like after party tickets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what I don't understand, Chris Brown, why sell VIP after party tickets if you're not going to let the people who have actually bought the tickets in? Because it's not a coincidence that every kind of like club night that you have that you are <laughs> not letting everywhere that we are hearing that you that that for some reason black girls and especially dark skinned girls are not allowed in you know like you know like that the song when he says mm. how could you be hating from the outside of the club you can't even get in can like chris brown in. no one can get in because you are not letting You're them not in. You're not letting like, them in. Like, so you know what? They have every right to be hating from outside of the club because you're a little bitch and for some reason you hate black women. Like, and I'm sorry, like, but black women, who puts you up there, mate? Honestly, what winds me up so much is that the music that he's probably listened to in the club, highly influenced by black women or made by black women. Yeah. Like, the dances that everyone's doing, but, influenced by black women, mm-hmm. the hairstyles, the outfits, but you just want the shoes, butchers around the you. nails, the lips. Yeah, and it's just mm-hmm. like, you're taking the piss. Like, you're actually taking the piss. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, like, black women are so, if I went to a venue and there were no black women there, I'd be a bit like, huh? Like, where the fuck am I? This is boring. I'd be like, this how is dead. How can you be having fun? <laughs> yeah, like, how can you be having literally. fun when there aren't black women in the room? <laughs> how does I that just work? literally know it. I don't get it, Diana. I don't get it because, like, I know, like, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I just 
feel bored. It's like, oh, like, yeah, fine. This Literally. is this is the vibe. This and isn't my choice, but <laughs> mm. yeah. And I just find it weird, like, so because basically a video was circulating, and a girl she was um, just saying about how how they waited for hours, they bought the VIP tickets, and like, and they were just like, look. If you don't laugh, we're gonna cry. But like mm-hmm. how they were turned away from the from the venue, they turned away from there, and they were turning away all of the black girls, but they were letting in all of the white girls. And it's just like, don't sell tickets for a VIP event if you're not gonna let people in who have bought the tickets. Just don't sell the tickets. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like just let just let people just tell people where you're going, and they have to buy on the door. And it's and it's mm-hmm. first come first serve, and then and then yeah, then you can just turn away all the black girls, fine. But at least so, but at least people aren't wasting their frigging money, because mm-hmm. I, it's just rude. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, of course, the, the disappointment's going to be there both t- both ways. But at least then people aren't wasting their damn money. That like, they're already just done and seen you in a concert, and then they they just want to go to the to the after party. And and as well, because like, um, because you you mentioned about how like, oh, is it that deep that you really want to be next to Chris Brown? But I don't even think mm. it's about being next to Chris Brown. I just think it's about like you want the hype of the after party and knowing that you're in the same room and even just seeing yeah, them true. over there. And and I think it's just yeah. the hype and you know, and it's just like it's just sad that in every place, everywhere, worldwide. Every this yeah. is what you're doing. Because imagine, because when we were in Mykonos, Chris Brown was there the week after, innit? Yes, he was. Yeah, hilarious. Imagine, imagine if Chris Brown was there the week we went. We wouldn't have got in there. Well, I wouldn't have. I, c- I could have got in. I'd leave you on the door. You could have. <laughs> yeah, you could get in. You could get in and then you'll be able to sit with the, with the BBL girls. Oh God, that would have been a fun night. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, and we were the like, life of the party. Like we actually were. Yeah, I don't like. I I honestly think with this, like, if you're getting turned down, if he's making it clear that he's turning down black women at every single venue that he goes to, I do it's like one part hint. of me is like <laughs> black women. Why do you keep showing up? But as you say, they're fans. Yeah. They like to be around the vibe and everything else. It, but it's hard to say to other people and other groups of people, like white people, stop, mm-hmm. stop. Like if you're a real ally, you won't be supporting him because black people are supporting yeah. him so much. They're riding for him so much. So it's like, what mm-hmm. can you even do? Like like for me personally, Literally. it doesn't affect my day-to-day life, but I kind of, yeah. I, I think it's sad that people still show up and then get turned down and then it's kind of like brushed over like it's not, a big thing. It's like, oh, yeah. this is just Chris Brown. And you this have to just, just laugh like. about it. Yeah. And I it's, feel it's like, not actually funny. But I feel like this is, um, I feel like this is slightly ingrained in black culture for black women. This idea of like, Rejection. okay, yeah. Yeah, rejection. Okay. Yeah. You can look, the f- you can be the finest looking girl, but it's just just being so used to actually you can be looking so fine and people still look at you mm-hmm. and won't be interested and um oh it's i find true. it interesting as well apparently chris brown put in his story about how um about how the women in birmingham are the most beautiful women that he's seen <laughs> and we, we know we know he's Cute. not talking about the black women so it's like <laughs> what the most beautiful white women you've seen Mm. Uh, and I saw my cousin had liked that post. Shout out you, cousin! But um, because he likes to listen to this podcast, and like, cousin, 
<laughs> cousin. Cousin, your boo isn't from Birmingham, babe. <laughs> Sorry, that's just what that's just what I want to say because, like, I think I think we need to know that Chris Brown, the the demographic that Chris Brown is kind of going for. Like, I'm not, I'm just not too sure. Um, about this, about the the most beautiful woman he's ever seen in his life in, in Birmingham. I'm, also, like, I'm sorry, because uh, because this is when everyone's gonna start um start like laughing about the accents and stuff. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> he likes the accents. Like, oh, can you understand the accent though? That's the thing. <laughs> like, God like, knows the proper, the proper like strong Brummy accent. Mm, not mm. too sure, but yeah. But he's he's um, responded <laughs> by the way to this. Like, he loves to respond to every single thing. Like, you at Chris Brown, he does. you'll get a response. Like, even Literally, if you've got you're one on your phone, too you'll much, get a sir. response. Yeah, like, get off <laughs> your damn phone. Said? You've got like three kids. Like, not to be shady, but why are you on your phone so much? Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, he said. Um, he said stop it (laughs) and then he wrote that on top of a video (laughs) he put that on top of a video of himself surrounded by black women and he said I love black queens all around me he added um, stop reaching and captioned the video point of view you're next to Chris Brown full of like black women in the VIP section (laughs) why do I feel like this is like a music video yeah, I also think, well, like you can say, stop it, stop it, stop it. Maybe say that to your bouncers who keep banning black women from entering the buildings. Exactly. If you're not the problem, um, then who is the problem? And maybe don't go to racist venues then as well. <laughs> Interesting. Because um, apparently the, the venue that they were at is is notoriously known for not letting in black people. Um, so yeah, why don't, why don't you just um, don't don't go to racist venues? Mm. Um, and maybe specify. Look, I'm black. My fans are black. They've all bought tickets. Let people who have tickets in. Hmm. True. Because I'm sorry. Like, and as well, the thing is, is that I'm sorry, but because obviously, like, you know, you get searched and whatever before you go places. But like, you know, like that. Um, that girl who um, she had she had um, drugs on her going into a club and she got arrested and um, yeah the white girl uh, yeah the white girl and but and she was she was going to be selling in the club and whatever mm. I'm sorry like no black women would be doing that so I don't really know like what what type like you know like what are they going to be searching for what what do they like I'm sorry these black girls just want to have fun being in the same room as Chris mm. being in the same room room as Chris Brown like it's just it's just rude like yeah yeah it is rude it's really rude yeah but anyway Chris Brown like we we don't rate Chris Brown um because no. we we don't really want to support abusers but um because I've got taste no yeah. offense, guys but as well but I'm not I'm not going to judge you too much if you really want to go to his concert and you love him that much like it's fine like you guys do you but remember that he is an abuser um and he mm. hates black women clearly mm. <laughs> He's let us know plenty of times. Um, yeah. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> yes. Anyway, Sad. what are you injecting this week? Um, I'm injecting, if you've got a cold, I've got a bit of a cold right now, feel free to rest. Make sure that you're resting. Um, and, like, 
I, I always link my injector with to-do list, list but, but if you've got a to-do list but you've got a cold all of a sudden it's a cold and it's like basically took you out of the like kind of loop or routine that you're in like don't punish yourself don't overexert yourself literally just rest like prioritise your body prioritise mm-hmm. your health um, and that's that that's good what about you? I have no idea <laughs> I don't know see if we've got anything written down <laughs> I don't have anything written down either. Um, oh, actually, I had... Um, so my calendar has affirmations on it, and I think I quite liked this one for February. So I think I might Cute. read it. Let's do that. Um, so my affirmation for February was, I am grateful for all the joy, abundance, and love that finds me this month. I am open, I am ready to... and I am open, I am ready to receive... I love that. That's so lovely. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I really like that. I'm going to inject just being ready to receive your blessings. Um, because like, you know what? Mm-hmm. The blessings are there. And like I think a lot of the time we just need to be open minded and be open to the blessings. Like and that could be blessings in any sort of situation. Doesn't just have to be like romantic. Um, could be friendship, could be just like even in work and stuff like that. Like, you know what? Like your blessings come in mm-hmm. lots of different in, in mm-hmm. lots of different mysterious ways. And kind of be open and and also maybe even just trying to recognize a blessing like say if you've just had yeah say if you've just I had agree. like a nice afternoon like recognize that as a blessing like say if you just had like a peaceful mm-hmm. morning recognize that as a blessing and just try and, and just be open to receive that and not feeling like even just kind of coming on to what you said diana just not feeling like you need mm-hmm. to overexert yourself when really you just need to rest or and you've been presented with a time where you yeah. can rest um just receive that blessing i like that yeah because like we're not like productivity machines like mm. we, we like if you put in work as well things will come from it but and you've got to be just ready to receive it and if you don't i guess take the space to rest you're never going to have the space to receive things you're just going to constantly be on the go on the go on the go like you do need to step back sometimes and just like you know count your blessings yeah and and receive your blessings yeah i like Mm -hmm. that okay well that's it for us this week um yeah you can find us at injector underscore pod on instagram and on twitter and um, we hope that you enjoyed this que- we hope that you enjoyed this episode <laughs> um leave us a five star review on apple and on spotify um and like let us know what you thought of this episode which you can do on spotify as well just like let us know what you thought if you enjoyed it um yeah and yeah that's it I'm Alexandra you can find me at A-L-X-N-D-R underscore N-I-C on Instagram and I'm Diana, and you can find me at D-E-A-N-N-N-A-B underscore on Instagram yep, go yep. follow us yep yep and yeah. yeah we hope you enjoyed again and we will catch you next week bye guys